You're listening to Tall Americano with Rob Clark. So just like you, I'm starting to think about what is life going to look like after this quarantine? Meaning when we come out of this pandemic, whatever it may look like, what is life going to be like on the other side? And this is definitely unique in most of our lives. We've never experienced something like this ever before. But if we look throughout history, there has been, there have been certain times and places where, where similar things have happened. And so we can look at those and look how the world responds. And of course, it's never exactly the same, meaning it's not going to play out exactly how it played out before, but there are some things that we can take from it and hopefully learn from it, the idea that we can learn from history. And I've been thinking about this in, in other ways as well, and hopefully more positive. And something I've been thinking about over the last number of years is the Gutenberg Press. Now, a lot of us know about printing presses. A lot of us know what they do, that they can uh, basically print books or newspaper magazines or, or print anything really uh, at, at a very fast rate, which up until the press was invented, until the printing press was, was mainstream, it just wasn't that possible to get books out or any written material out in any timely fashion. And so Gutenberg invented this press in the 1400s. And it really did change the world, meaning that because of the printing press, now all of a sudden people had access to knowledge that they never had before. It eventually played a key part in the Reformation, the Protestant Reformation or the European Reformation, which changed the world itself as well. And there's been so many things that historians have looked at that the printing press, the, the Gutenberg press allowed to happen. Uh, more kids were enrolled in school. There was a, a, a shrink in the gender gap. Obviously, uh, boys were at school a lot more than girls, but because of the press, it allowed more material, more books, and in fact, for students. And so girls uh, were able to go to school more often as well. Uh, there are so many other things that it led to, but ultimately what it allowed to do is put knowledge in the hands of everybody. And so one of the things that came out one of the implications of the Gutenberg Press was the middle class basically uh, emerged. And so there are so many other things. Uh, the scientists, the, the community of scientists was now able to put their collection of work in one place. And, and never before was that happened. And so you had the works of like Aristotle would be different in Paris than it was, let's say, in, in Munich. And so all these different places were now able to have the same knowledge, the same volume of work in the same places. And so it led to, to basically so many things changed. And so all of a sudden going from thousands of copies of a book or a magazine or knowledge, now millions of copies. And of course, it, it took time. It wasn't something that happened overnight. It took decades and then eventually uh, hundreds of years for us to see the full implications of it play out. But I think back in history and I think about how that one invention uh, was a domino that led to so many other things. And I see the exact same domino today with the internet. Now, the internet has been around, just like the, the press has been around, there's been versions of the press forever, and it wasn't until Gutenberg kind of all the pieces came together. And then it still took decades before things took off. The same thing with the internet. 
Now, it's kind of been around for roughly 20 years, and I know it's been around for much longer than that. Uh, but for most of us, the kind of the consumer-driven internet is relatively new. And then you layer on top of that, this basically what I'm recording this on, an iPhone or these smartphones. And now we have the internet in our pockets at all time. That's only about 10 years old or, or maybe a little bit more than that. But, but the reality is that this technology is brand new. It's, it's still a baby. And because of this epidemic or this pandemic, we're starting to see some of the ways that it's playing out. Now, meetings all over the world are being held uh, because of the internet and devices such as the iPhone. I was watching, I think it's Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon or one of the Jimmys last night and, and their shows are being filmed on basically conversations on uh, these iPhones. Because of the internet, people in different locations can have these conversations and now that's our late night television. And so for me, I'm starting to think like, how is the internet really in its infancy just getting started? How is it going to change things? We look at the Gutenberg printing press and, and how it, it changed church. It, it changed religion forever because of the Protestant Reformation was allowed to spread because of that invention. And I think likewise, even religion and church itself, how is it going to be different today Again, because of the internet, because of these devices we now have. And of course, there's going to be a lot of implications and some we see coming and, and some we can't see coming. And it's going to be amazing. But then I think, okay, what can we, how can we take advantage of this new invention that this first domino that's starting to fall and everything that's going to fall after? Now, if we look back to the printing press, if we look back to what Gutenberg did, Obviously, there was the invention itself, but then there's all these other industries. I start to think about, okay, what about people that own paper? All of a sudden, when you go from thousands of books being sold a year to millions of books sold a year, obviously you need paper. You, and then all of a sudden you need people writing. Now all of a sudden people have a place to write, their works can be published, so now you need more authors. And now you need a place to sell these books and for these ideas to spread. And so you start to see like all these businesses are being born or are exploding in exponential growth because of this invention. And likewise with the internet, like, of course, most of the trillion dollar or billion dollar companies and some going to be trillion dollar companies wouldn't exist without the internet. Just think about how Apple has grown over the last few years. You think about Amazon, you think about Facebook. Facebook is an app that's on our phone that has not been around for that many years. And, and yet now we have the United States Congress are concerned with Zuckerberg because they think he can influence elections. And so we see how fast and how powerful that this can all spread. But what we can do is instead of trying to either think it's such an, an amazing thing or on the other side of the coin trying to demonize it, what we should do is look for those opportunities, the day-to-day -day opportunities. How can we leverage this new invention? And it's, it's only a couple of years old, actually. How can we leverage that to whatever you're doing, to whatever I'm doing, to have a bigger impact in whatever we're trying to accomplish? And so we all have time. Uh, we, we have more time than we have ever had before. So try to find the silver lining in this kind of this rough time that this world has experienced and take a look at some history and, and maybe even go to Wikipedia, read about the, the Gutenberg press and then follow that rabbit trail to see where it went.
And then layer on top of that, instead of the Gutenberg press, throw in there the internet, throw in there smartphones and try to figure out how you and whatever you're doing, whatever you're trying to accomplish, how you can take lessons from history and you can kind of see where we're going into the future. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or a comment. Reach out to me at any time at thisisrobclark at gmail.com.